Welcome to the Pillow Talk Podcast, brought to you by Local Flavor Productions. You can find us across social media at Pillow Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Nick, Jeremy, and Bill. When you say all right, it makes me feel all right. Hey! Awesome. Okay. Welcome. Welcome Back. to episode 106. No, 5. 105. Uh, Unless you want to oh. make it 106, and then we'll just make everybody think they forgot one. Yeah, the forgotten episode. 105. Ooh, that could be fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 105. Uh, uh, what can we call it? What, what can we call it? Episode 105? Yeah. Episode 105. Nope, I got nothing right now. Wow, okay, I've never drawn a blank to, at all. You have to figure it out, because the last we one was Chad We had an episode called Pulling a Clinton. Have you ever looked at, like, our... <laughs> our episode names are ridiculous. Yes. Names? I yep. forgot so many of them. I was scrolling through them with somebody at work uh, <laughs> a while ago. Actually, I think it might have been Shane. And uh, I was like, he was like, you have an episode called Pulling a Clinton? And I was like, yeah, I got no idea where that came from. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like the only we need we need like a pocket full of dicks. I don't think we have that one yet. Oh, I, was a little, I was a little worried because once I got in and started participating and being on more and more episodes, you know, they were all pretty straightforward movie preview this or the Jack Ryan episode, and then I would kind of scroll backwards and it's like, wait a minute, like hoop particles. Yep. Oh, we tried we we tried yeah, to like, we tried to make this as professional as possible for you. It's uh, Salamander Jones. Can we? <laughs> Can we can we make can we do an, uh, an episode coming up called a pocket full of dicks and it's just all about people named Dick? Yes, we can. I also wanted to do an episode um, about like weird bands. So yeah, we oh. can totally do a pocket full of dicks. Like here come the mummies. Them among others. Yes, I could yeah. hit him. Was an episode that we did. I could hit him. A mouthful of ham. Classic. <gasps> did I send you guys the? I sent you guys the off the rails sounder, didn't I? Yes. yes. How did I not use that yet? Well, we haven't gone off the rails yet. Damn. Okay, we need to go off the rails. Okay. Well, we gotta have a theme. We gotta have a themed episode to go off the rails, right? Shit, In theory, that's right. Yes. That's I, why. And and it normally needs to be something that I have no input in, so I can just be <laughs> thinking on the Yolanda. Off we have an episode yeah. called Yolanda. Papa Woody. Yeah. Trailer Park Papa. Mustache. Trailer Park Mustache. I don't remember that either. <laughs> I don't remember why we named it that. Ridiculous. <laughs> Wild Vader weeps. What, what, what is wrong? Comic Sans. <laughs> do, you, do you remember? Do you remember the episode where I explained all of my movie, uh, my, my two movie um, uh, conspiracy theories, where I thought that uh, Ben Stiller in character yes. in Dodgeball was actually the same character as Tony Tony and heavyweights yep and uh yeah and machete is just now the what episode was that to... i'd need a minute <laughs> I, I don't remember 
Uh, yeah, but what, that, what was that? Because you, you talked about that thing with Machete before. That oh, it was a Machete film. is, uh, uh, I believe, a prequel to the Spy Kids movies. <laughs> uh, That's because right. That's what it was. Because uh, he's the same character. I, let's be honest. He's Machete is Machete. And uh, <laughs> and I think his company is even called Machete Spy Gadgets or something in the Spy Kids universe. And I know for a fact that it has to be the exact same person in the exact same world. He became a spy. That has to be a thing. That has to be. Let's see if I can think of any more conspiracy theories. Hmm. I mean, I really think that that heavyweights one is good. God, I love that movie. Hmm. I'm sorry. I'm looking to see if I can find it real quick. It's okay. I can't. Hang on. I'm going to look something up. I can't. This is Um, a great podcast when we're not talking. Yeah, no, not as much. Okay, so Nick, um, whatever, it's in there somewhere. Go back and listen to all 104 other episodes. You'll find it. Yes. Spoiler-free review of Captain Marvel. So mm-hmm. again, things happen. Not spoiling the movie. Yep. Um, because Jeremy, you haven't seen it yet, but you obviously know no. that it's about a character called Captain Marvel who's not Shazam. Shazam. Um, I really liked it. I thought it was a great movie. It took me a long time to figure out what I thought was weird about it, but I figured it out, I think. And I think we hit it kind of after the po- the podcast, after the movie. We just haven't had an, a straight origin film in a long, long time. Yeah, this was, Jeremy, it was And this a, is what it is. It was a straight origin well, film like, like Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America origin. You know, not like... I was going to say, because the, the last one would have been Doctor Strange, right? Yep. True. And his was True. kind of like a but he, like an but even, but even his was like, yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't like this. Like it, like his origin story, wasn't like this story. I and I can't put my finger on. There's something there, but I just can't put my finger on it. You know what I think it is? Is it reminded me a lot of the first Iron Man because yeah. of like except she doesn't have a penis. Correct. Oh. Um. <laughs> That, I'd make that the episode title, but that'd make it hard to market. Um, no, no, not really. She doesn't have a penis. <laughs> it's, and I'm, I'm trying not to give anything away. It's just, it, the original Iron Man kind of dropped you like in the middle of the story, right? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's like the movie starts and he's in a Humvee. Yeah. Um, This one kind of does the same thing where it just, it, it kind of like drops you in the middle and just kind of just starts. Um mm-hmm. Which is fine. I mean, Doctor Strange didn't really do that. It started with, here's this doctor, and he's doing some stuff. Then he gets hurt. And, you know, and and Ant-Man wasn't like this, because Ant-Man was like a heist film. And so this was just, it was a, it was very reminiscent to me of the original Iron Man. Um, because, I mean, you know, she gets taken to a cave, and her heart gets hurt. And, I'm just kidding. Um <laughs> She makes a metal uh, suit. Yeah, she makes a metal suit. She shoots people. Uh, she likes this girl named Pepper. But it, um, no, that's actually not it. But it, I really liked it. Um, it's obviously set in the '90s. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Um, they made a good how's use. It, of, so speaking, speaking of that, of the '90s thing, how's the soundtrack? I, was I thought the soundtrack that, was great. It was really good. Um. There's one specific. I have, very, I have a very high bar if you're talking about a 90s soundtrack. Okay, so like, it, 
it, it they used almost exclusively uh, women '90s artists. And, and there's a point where Bill and I both looked at each other and we were like, this, "This is the perfect song." There was one particular song that um, that comes on later in the movie, and um, it came on, and it was one of those songs that's instantly, Jeremy, instantly recognizable for what it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like it's one of those you could name this song in three notes kind mm-hmm. of songs, mm-hmm. and what the song is and what the, like, the lyrics of the song are and the part in the movie when it was being used caused me to start laughing uncontrollably in the theater. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which must have made me sound like a crazy person because if you didn't know what this song was, when I was laughing, it made no sense to anybody. Yeah, yeah, no. Because, you know, it's like, because I know what the song is and I see what's happening on the screen and I was just, I was laughing. Nice. And and I'm laughing. Well, better, long better to before. be laughing than stand up in the middle of the theater and throw your popcorn, yelling boo. <laughs> I was laughing long before anybody else even knew what song it was. Um, but I really liked it. Um, the um, the other thing that I was concerned about going into the movie, and Nick, I talked to you about this, was they de-aged Samuel L. Jackson. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. essentially, this Part movie the is. Movie is Brie Larson and Samuel Jackson from The Negotiator. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, it's it's like 1995 okay. Samuel Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was worried that that was going to be super distracting. Not and at all. I did not find it distracting at all. Not in the least. There, that, that wasn't distracting. There's so much, like, just great stuff in this movie. Like, I mean, I, and I, I don't want to give anything. I'm not going to give anything away. But the I I think that the stinger at the end of <laughs> the first one was the best stinger that they've ever <coughs> that they've ever done. Yeah, in a Marvel, the mid credit stinger. Yeah, it was the best one that that I think they've ever done. Like it was, it's it was everything. That. It was great. Yeah, the the mid credit stinger was pretty great. I had a lady in front of us almost pee her pants, I think, with the end credit stinger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thing that happened at the, in the end credit stinger. I made a funny remark, and this lady in front of me just started laughing. We we decided at that point that we should, have, we should all have business cards <laughs> so that when we make people laugh with this stuff, we should be like, if you think that's funny. Hey, I got a podcast. Nice. You should check it we out. We have a podcast. Because it uh, was, you realize we, th- that wouldn't be that hard to accomplish. We could do no, that pretty no, easily. And, and, and I've honestly I've been looking into it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but because uh, it's just much easier than people saying, "Oh, you've got a podcast? Let me look it up." No, don't look it up. Just here's, here's a sticker. Here's here's <laughs> if a sticker only we had do, stickers, Nick. Yeah, if only I didn't. If only I had buttons. <laughs> a thousand. <laughs> we have a lot of buttons. And stickers. And stickers. Jeremy, need buttons and stickers? You need a patch? Hey, box them up and send them my way. I got marketing to do in Illinois, so. <laughs> I mean, um, the wife but, will be glad to get some of those out of the house. Yeah, yeah. I come across them every now and then. I'm like, oh, yeah, we have these. Uh, <laughs> you and me both. Yep. Uh, 
but um, no, it was just it was a it was a good movie. There's a lot of like twists and turns and and uh, some obvious, some not. Um, Coulson is in it, which is fantastic. Not enough, but he was in it. Not not enough, but he's in it. And there's a really there's a really funny scene that involves him. Um, uh, and, 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 and they're in a car, um, which just, it made me instantly laugh uh, see. And this is, I can't, I can't speak. I can't speak about it, but, um, <laughs> but it's, it's just good. It's good. And, and the thing I think I like about it, about it the most is at the end. So you, at the end, you, you kind of are turned upside down. I think like about like certain events being what they are. Um, I think, are you trying to say that they did not just go with a comic book storyline that they gave it some yeah. thought and made some yeah, changes? They gave, yeah. They gave it some thought and, and, and they made, yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah it was just good. Which actually, if you were, Jeremy, I know that you are not a giant Marvel Comics nerd, Mm -mm. but if you were, there was one aspect of the movie, uh, of some potential level of of importance or not, um, where they were essentially walking you down a path, and Mm -hmm. then instead of of ducking, they weaved. I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which was nice, nice for them to do because if you were a giant comic nerd, you would have certain preconceived notions for, you know, for yeah. for what needs to happen in this movie and gotcha. um and and they were they did a nice job with the source material, but mm-hmm. they were not. They proved this was another instance of them proving that they were not married to the source material, much like when Captain mm-hmm. America didn't get shot at the end of Civil War. Mm-hmm. Proving that they are not married to the source material, that they're willing to make changes to it to better sure, the story. Sure, willing to prolong that death until well, or just <laughs> until next month's movie. Yeah. Until <laughs> next month. Uh, the the um, you'll cry in the beginning. I think uh, yeah, yeah, like that opening credit scene. With no, nah, that's not spoiling yeah. anything. There's In a Captain Marvel. There's a Stan Lee tribute. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, they they essentially took. And that's not you know, I, I did I did hear something about that that there was like a Stanley tribute at the beginning. Yeah, they you know they that have the like Marvel the comics thing with all the videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. They essentially uh, used that as an opportunity to to make a little tribute to Stanley, which was incredibly tastefully done nice. uh, and a nice touch. So. And it was it was along the same lines of and I don't know if you guys have seen this yet, but Deadpool two. Um, the mm-hmm. Christmas story version. No. Um, oh, uh, no, I haven't seen that one. For the end credit scene that they do, the stinger that they do with Stanley at the end alone, um, see that, because it was Worth the 14 bucks. Yeah. It, I mean, that that alone is worth the money. Um, but you can probably find it on YouTube. But it was, oh, man, it was fantastic. And I put that, I put that, you know, thing that they did with him in Captain Marvel up against that, like yeah, in the same it was nice. You know, I mean, yeah, Stan, yeah. Stan meant a lot. I mean, we devoted episode 100 to him, and so... That's right. It was, right. Uh, 
was nice. He was to blind since the age of seven, so I mean that's pretty fantastic. He's made these comic books characters come yeah. alive. I was, I was really pleased with the movie. Um, I thought it really appropriately well set up uh, Endgame, and you know, essentially jazzed me up even more mm-hmm. for for Avengers Endgame, which yep. I guess would be a good time to move to the preview for Avengers Endgame. Yes. I, I was just, just going to say, yes. Yeah. What'd you think? Oh, it's so good. <laughs> uh, the, I mean, yeah, I just, I, I watched it when it dropped unexpectedly. I watched it at home when I woke up. Uh, Cause I, I had my phone and I saw it. I watched it when I woke up. I watched it in the car before I walked into work. <laughs> And then I watched it before 9.30 when the phones turned on at work. And it was fantastic. You had to love um, that Ronan was in it. Yep. I think that that's going to be the standout character. Um, I think the... Um, Ronan is Hawkeye, Jeremy. Yes. Oh, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the... Sorry, I, 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 I don't... I, I forget where the, the the line is at sometimes. No, the one thing I don't, a, I don't um, um, oh, oh no, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, the, I was just going to say, the one thing I don't like is that, um, and I haven't liked it since the first one, is that they show that Ant-Man's already out. Like That he's out that of the like, negative zone? Yeah. Like, they should, they should I, I think, personally, they should have left that as, like, a, does he get out? Does he not? Do they well, all but that's, assemble and get him out? That's the thing, though, is I think that they actually did two things with that, and they seem to be focused more in the trailers on building up the anticipation around the how rather than the what. Mm-hmm. Because there's a scene towards the end when they're all like doing the, the Reservoir Dogs slow walk in their new amazing yes. red and white Avengers armor, mm-hmm. and Nebula and Tony Stark are with them. Mm-hmm. So it's like, obviously, they're going to get rescued from the ship that's adrift, and the same thing with Scott Lang. And it seems like what they're doing, rather than making you wonder if they get rescued, they're just going to leave the... Because I mean, I, I think you can kind of assume they're going to they're huge characters. Yes. They're not going to just let them ride. So they're leaving the anticipation around how is this going to happen rather than is it going to happen. True. I, I, I thought the same thing. And the, the, the Tony Stark Nebula thing was kind of like, all right, they're, they're doing that essentially twice in the same trailer. Well, well and I Unless, also think of that... Course, it's like the Hulkbuster armor where Bruce Banner never busts out of the Hulkbuster armor like we assumed he was going to. That's true. Marvel is Marvel is very known for doing trailer trash um, mm-hmm. pretty pretty well. Um, well, yeah, because the, the Infinity War trailer straight up lied. There's that scene in Wakanda where they're running and the Hulk is with them and that's not in the movie. Like, yeah. Yep. It's, yeah, um, they, made a, they made a Funko Pop. They made a pop vinyl of, of essentially the Hulk busting out of the Hulkbuster armor. Mm-hmm. And that was pictured in another toy somewhere too. And then you had Hulk running in Wakanda. Never happened. Now, Tony Stark isn't just going to be adrift on this spaceship the entire movie. I mean, well, no. It's his last, probably his last movie in the MCU. He's going to get out. <laughs> well, and, and and I think that, that the, the scene where they're walking and Nebula's there and Tony Stark's there, I think that plays a a big part because I believe that those are spacesuits. Nebula, knowing how to pilot a spaceship, they build a spaceship. They tear. I, I think that they're going to take the fight to Titan, oh, where, maybe. where um, 
you know, where Thanos is, um, to kind of try and surprise him, you know? I did like that there was a scene where Scott Lang was, I mean, essentially looking around like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's gotten out of the negative zone and is like, and, and has not run into anyone who's told him what's happening, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, it, it's going to be a good movie. You know, they, they always, they do a good job of making you interested. Even though you, like, we kind of know what's going to happen. But we don't know how. We have well, we have and, suspicions, and, and, but yeah, and I we mean, but we really don't. I mean, we really we don't had suspicions know. Suspicions like, in Civil War, and they didn't happen. They didn't come true either. It's true. It's true. I was I mean, waiting for killed. Cap. I was waiting for Cap to die through the end stinger, and it didn't happen. And they killed, and they just killed. They killed uh, Quicksilver instead. Yeah. Um. <coughs> oh wait, no, that wasn't in Civil War. I'm sorry. No, that was Age of Ultron. Uh, that was Age of Ultron. I'm sorry, uh, but but no, I um. Did you guys see that this that they're thinking that the Endgame may be three hours long? Yeah, it, it, yeah. They said that the cut was three hours, and somebody was petitioning Marvel to bring back intermission because <laughs> they're yeah, like, they, you know, Marvel, you are big enough that you could bring back an intermission, and it would should. be acceptable. Yeah, why? Why? That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Why not? Because if you think about it, that's a huge. That's a huge revenue generator for the theaters. Mm-hmm. We're going to yeah. give you a break in the middle of this movie so you can go out and buy more food. I just really want to see the Let's Go to the Lobby skit again. Well, Come that's back. all good. Because they could. The I'm sure Disney owns the animation. Yeah, they probably do. They own everything else. Yep. Or if they don't, if they don't they'll just make sure they kill the right people to get it. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Or they revamp they it. They put, their, they put Jeremy their, Bolt on Twitter. <laughs> their characters mm-hmm. in there instead of the popcorn and the hot dog and the junior mints and yeah oh, you had to bring up the junior mints didn't you yes bill uh if everyone doesn't know yet uh our theater that we go to stop carrying junior mints um because the motherfuckers <laughs> because of low sales i don't know why because just him. <laughs> who, everybody gets junior mints at the movies it's like a thing Maybe they maybe they stop selling them, Bill, because they're bad. No, they're not. And I make this solemn vow. So, Nick, you know as well as anybody, when I go to the movies, I yeah. get a pop, and I will either get a cherry Coke or a vanilla Coke. Yes. Because they got the freestyle machines, and I love the Coke freestyle machines. That's right. So I Why get do you choose Coke. between the two? Just just get a cherry vanilla Coke. I don't want a cherry vanilla. That's right. He doesn't want a A lot of times a it's a cherry Coke. Or vanilla coke. Yep. It just depends. And I get a box of Junior Mints. And I enjoy my Junior Mints while I'm watching a movie because I think Junior Mints are the perfect movie snack. True. You I shake am, them. I'm yeah. telling telling this to the people at NCG Cinemas. I, I'm still going to eat Junior Mints in the movies. Yeah. I'm just going to buy them for a bucket Kroger. And I'm going to sneak them sons of bitches in with me. So hey, there's I- your warning. I've snuck a burrito into a movie. You can or, or I will pay you three dollars and seventy five cents for a box of Junior Mints if you carry them in your theater. Also, you I'm, decide. I, I believe that Junior Mints are just white people maracas. <laughs> Shake them around. So it gets you that nice chick 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 sound. Yeah. See, I don't know. I, like, I have a, I have a similar experience with going to the movies because I usually just get popcorn and soda. But whenever I get candy, I have the same devotion to milk duds that Bill apparently has with 
junior men's. Yep. Understandable. So I can't judge. And could you imagine if you went to the movies and all of a sudden there were no milk duds? Maybe they maybe they took get... away the, the junior mints because the snap affected half of the half of the concessions. You know what? And if that was their rationale, then I would applaud them. <laughs> and I would I would wait till Endgame is over to get my junior mints again. But I guarantee yeah. you that's not what happened. What if what if at the end of what if at the end of Endgame they came up to you, Mr. Heron, here's your junior mints. We, here's your junior mints. Sorry, we're sorry that we weren't allowed to give them to you. We've had them in the back. Because <laughs> you know what? If that, they don't do that, they're a bag of dicks. Get a bag of dicks. That would have actually been a pretty cool marketing gig for the theaters. Like, imagine when Infinity War comes out, if they had told, like, at the initial screenings, they finally told all the employees of the theaters what was going to happen at the end. And then everybody walks out of the theater, but, like, at all the registers, every other register's empty. Like, they make the people go hide in the back. Yeah, like, there's just a pile of clothes there there's or something. Just yeah, and they're yep. like, and everybody's looking around. Like, John, what? oh god, what total movie to John? That'd be terrible. People think that wrestling's real right now. We don't need to make. We don't need to make any more crazy people. That's good. Point. Oh, there's plenty enough crazy people. I, out there. I know. We don't need to make more. We don't. Again, people think wrestling angles are real right now. So. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm super excited for this movie. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I th- would love the idea of an intermission. Mm-hmm. Like, I would as well. I, do, I, think that's a, I think it's a great idea. I, I mean, seriously, though, if, if you think about it, like, what's the downside to doing it? There's One fewer me. showing a day, probably. Yeah, actually, yeah. But big deal. They don't have that many showings anyway, normally. If you just do it see, in like, I, the IMAX. I, I don't think so. And if you have it, it it's this is going to be one that's in five different, five or six different screens in the same <laughs> yeah, theater. It's, it's going to be the IMAX. There's going to be, and there'll be four other theaters showing it all week. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you if you put a ten minute intermission, and you've got what six showings a day, mm-hmm. I don't see. I don't even think it costs you a full showing. No, you're probably right. You know, you probably do a 15-minute intermission. I think that's what was standard back in the day um, to make sure everybody gets back in time. You can even do, like, an overture then. You know what yeah. I mean? You get yeah. like, an overture at the beginning of the second act. I think it would be – if anybody could do it, it would be it would be this movie. Yeah. You know, this is the movie that could make it happen. I don't think it will, but I think it would be awesome because mm-hmm. three hours is a long time when you got one of those big pops – yeah. Like, oh man, are we close to done? I really gotta go to the bathroom. And then are you oh, gonna yeah. get up and go? No, you're gonna pee in your empty cup. That's right. That's exactly what I do most of the time when I sit next to you, and you've never caught on. <laughs> I, well, I've caught on. I just don't look. Exactly. It's just it's like yeah. when, he, when he unwrapped his burrito that one day. Exactly. Oh. And then it went the like this. <laughs> the trick is not to be too loud about the unwrapping. Also, to put your hands into the into your your pouch of your sweatshirt, because uh, then they can't tell if there's anything in there other than your hands. You always keep one in there; they don't know. That's exactly See, the... it, it, you're you're putting this much energy into it, and I don't know, but at least around here, everyone that works at the theater is a high school age kid. Oh yeah, there's no there's no high school age kid that's going to confront of like. For a me, like a, a soon to be forty year old man, but I'm sorry, sir. What's in your pocket? A bag of dicks. Get out of my way. 
I'm telling you, you just don't, you don't even I, acknowledge them. Walk right past I, them to go to the theater. I, I wish there was a place that sold smoked turkey legs, so I could bring one of those into the movies. <laughs> Nick, if somebody ever asks me what's in my pocket, I'm gonna say it's my colonoscopy bag. Oh yeah, and then scrunch it a little thanks, bit. Thanks for, for making me. Where's so your manager? Like, like I'm not self conscious enough about it. <laughs> It's not nice. We shouldn't make those jokes. <laughs> did, no, I'm making. Did you ever? Else. Did you ever see the thing? I can't remember whether it was a uh, like just some article that was floating around social media. This was a while ago, but somebody came up with a brilliant idea for women to sneak like massive amounts of food into a movie theater, and they had them go to like Hobby Lobby and get this half a styrofoam sphere that's hollow, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like a planter, like they're pregnant, and put it under their shirt. Yep. make it look like they're pregnant and then you just fill it up with food <laughs> yeah which is kind of brilliant if you think about it yeah. women are nature's we, we snuck a watermelon into the movie like that one time oh a watermelon kidding. was it around a here water, rapes and a watermelon full of vodka <laughs> oh yeah we were we went and saw we saw how to train your dragon three the other day over the weekend yeah. and the movie went down to what did they finally figure it out how to train? Yeah, they figured it out. Yeah. Okay, it, good. It took them through training. Positive reinforcement. It actually worked out really well. Oh, uh, good. Lights went down. All of a sudden, behind me, somebody cracked a can of something. And I was like, "That's so awesome!" <laughs> it's been a long time since I heard somebody crack a beer in a movie theater. Yeah. Last time I heard somebody crack a beer was at a at a funeral. It was a, just kidding. That never happened. <laughs> During the it's an Irish funeral. Yeah. Uh, that's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sucked all the wind out of this. Uh, <laughs> I really forgot what I was going to say. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. It, was, it, was, it was when he cracked one open for the dog that his son later tried to dig up from the backyard. Oh, I want to see the dog. <laughs> Let's see. It was, we were talking about sneaking food in. Damn it. What was it? Bag of dicks. It was good, too. I was laughing about it. Sneaking food in. Turkey legs. How to train your dragon. No, it was before How to Train Your Dragon. Nope, I got nothing. All right, hmm. we're gonna move on then. Sure, 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 sure. I did also oh, see I Ready Player One. Be a movie about. Uh, see, I knew that it'd just take me needing to interrupt you to remember. <laughs> there should be a movie about people who work at a movie theater. There's I don't not. Know what we call it. No, I don't think there so. Has to be. No, I don't think so. I don't think they've ever made a movie. A bottle movie about working at a movie theater. Like just I one day. All there, no, there has up. to be. You want to know the perfect name for it? Clerks 3 or Empire Records 2. Ah, uh, Empire Records. What a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. It's Manning, Manning Day. What was the other movie that was kind of like that? It was um, Ryan was Reynolds still- and Justin Long were in it, but they were they were, they were like waiters at a Lady? Chili's. Lady. Yes. Yes. Yeah, see, so to complete the, the the movie cinematic universe, working at a movie theater. How has nobody ever made a movie about working in a movie theater? There, there and has there, to and, be. And the whole, the whole plot of the movie is there's some guy that just keeps taking dumps in the theater. Like, and they, <laughs> they're trying to catch, like, the manager's trying to catch him, and it turns out that it's one of the people who works there, and he can't figure it out. He calls him the Mad Shatter. It's just, like, it writes itself. There's got to, that's got to be the mad, the, the mad shatter. 
like they like they're making popcorn. They make too much. It overflows out of the thing. Like it's just it's great. Like it just it just makes sense. Like one guy's drinking out of the slurpy thing, and there has apparently never been a movie about working in a movie theater. There's Trademarked. Like kids, there's kids like 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 a bit, like it's awful. Sorry, idea. Write it down. Like, Two kids like stack on top of each other, put a long overcoat to try and sneak into an R-rated movie. We get executive producer credit. Them. Yeah, guy any messes movie up. Or any movie kids are in a company can make a movie about it, but we get executive producer credit. Yeah, exactly. Individually, like kids going to see a Disney movie, but they the kid, the guy who's running the projector screws up and shows them like the next Saw or something. <laughs> Nick, Nick, this is this yeah. is the pitch. Yeah, I'm telling you. Then, then, so, then, adult, then one adult are, stands up and goes, this isn't Narnia? And then they run out. And... <laughs> there are far, far worse movies that have been made than this. I shall start to write it tomorrow. The let's all go to the lobby thing. I got another one. Since Disney now owns 20th Century Fox, you don't just do the let's all go to the lobby thing at interme- intermission. You do the one from the old Simpsons episode where Mr. Burns leads the procession. <laughs> you remember that episode? Yeah. Because <laughs> now you can do it because you own the license. You know that actually, Jeremy. That that you make a really good point. Um, can they uh, put the 20th Century Fox fanfare in front of Star Wars Episode Nine now? Because hmm. they had to make up like a Lucasfilm fanfare for Episode Seven and Eight, right? Well, mm-hmm. now that they own 20th Century Fox, there's no reason they can't do the. Dun dun, dun dun, in front of Star Wars Episode Nine because they own it. That's true. True. So just put Lucasfilm up there first. Pop Disney up there. Do the 20th Century Fox logo. Then we're like 15 minutes into the movie already, and the... see, I'm uh, I, that's a that's a touchy subject. I'm a little nervous about those things because uh, I, I saw a great meme floating around the other day that said something about like you know. With your first kid, um, and I promise this is going somewhere. With your first kid, it's like you you allow your first kid to watch one Baby Einstein video a day. Your second kid's like two hours of Nick Jr. By the third kid, they're watching The Godfather. <laughs> like I, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm fully out down that path, and the whole thing about the sounds for it. My 20-month-old the other day is walking around and making this noise, and it took me a while to figure out what it was. He's making the Netflix noise. He's just walking Ba-boom. around going, oh, and I was like, "Oh, this probably means you watch a little bit too much TV." But I'm sorry, <laughs> there's no such thing as too much TV. But he's watching the Netflix originals. So, and as soon as you uh, you said that with the the theme music to 20th Century Fox, that's what I thought of. My my daughter, um, who's also almost a subject two. of a future podcast. Yes, uh, is a. Uh, she doesn't know Hulu or Netflix. She just knows that the green one means Sesame Street. So she'll just point to the TV and she'll go, Elmo, Elmo, mm-hmm. all the time. If I go to Hulu for anything, hey, Daddy, Elmo. Ugh. Mm-hmm. No, no, Elmo. Elmo! <laughs> the red vest. Yeah, usually usually on our end, it's either it's pointing at the TV, it's either Elmo, Octonauts. Um, so the Netflix thing that he watches all the time, I think they actors in it are Irish, but it's an animated show called Puffin Rock. Oh, yeah, yeah, Puffin Rock. Birds. And it's really nice. Yeah, it's a, he calls it Unabomber. 
which apparently yeah, their two names have been merged into one word in his mind. So, huh? Yeah, so, I, yeah. I, there you go. See, I see. There's no such thing as too much TV. See, see, it's it's all good. <laughs> as long as it's educational stuff. Yeah, as long as your son's not trying to dig up a dead dog in the backyard with a shovel one day, you're good. I mean, I have to worry about my son, but <laughs> well, there's a there's a difference. We're talking about TV not letting them play Red Dead Redemption Two, so. Oh, my son full on. I've been letting him watch wrestling on accident. Oh, <laughs> like, Nick. My son full on Ric Flair dropped uh, right, my on daughter accident. in the chest. It's the always other day. on accident. <laughs> like yeah, on accident. No, he full on Ric Flair chopped her in the chest. I was sitting on the couch. She did, she was getting changed. <laughs> she did was getting he go, changed it, afterwards? And all I heard was, <laughs> and I was like, I looked up. And <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> and Lydia has this red hand mark on her chest. Oh! And I said, Nolan, what did you do? I said, I gave her the chop. And so, and so I said, no, we don't, we don't do that. And Lydia said, it, it was kind of funny. Like, she wasn't phased by it. It sounded louder than it was, but I was like, oh, no. And we certainly don't do it around mom. Is that, is that one of those, <laughs> is that one of those parenting moments where it's like, go to the room. And then when they walk by, you kind of hold your hand up like that. Kind of, you yep. know, do the fist. Oh, yeah, yeah no. I, to go to your room. I, wa- I wanted to be like, I wanted to be like, did you do it full force? Because I expected him to be like, well, that's the only way Ric Flair does it. <laughs> Like I, it's one of those where you pull the kid aside and go, "Look, don't ever do that again." But, but great, it was awesome. Yeah, great for him. Mm-hmm. But it was so loud it caught my attention. I was like, "Oh my god!" And I knew exactly what it was. It was just a full-on open Ric Flair or Andre the Giant just slap. <laughs> it was bad. It was. I he shouldn't watch wrestling. So for for. Anyone keeping track at home or who doesn't have kids, don't let them watch wrestling or play Red Dead Redemption 2. Correct. I'll make these mistakes for you. Or drink Mountain Dew. Drink Mountain Dew. My brother got him a BB gun for his birthday last year. Just waiting for him to shoot a bird out of the tree with that. How old's your uh, kid? Nolan? Yeah. He's all five. <laughs> Might be a little young for a gun. Well, I didn't get him an actual gun. It's a BB gun, and I didn't put BBs See, in it. Yeah, but you got to watch out for that too. My kids are on this big, uh, like this big Nerf gun kick. So like we have a ton of Nerf guns, and the whole um, mm-hmm. Toys R Us going out of business was crazy because we went and like we're buying just buying them off the shelves yeah. at forty like percent off. Yep. So his our neighbors um, bought my at the time it was for his fifth birthday mm-hmm. bought him this Nerf. Uh, so I don't know if anybody knows like what the Nerf Rival series are. Oh, yeah, the ones that shoot the little balls. Stuff. Yep. Yeah. So they buy him one of these things and it's like, I'm going through and opening it up and I'm putting it together for him. And then I like l- happen to look up at the packaging and it's like ages 14 and up. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, what? So I took the thing and I racked it and I shot it at the front door. Oh yeah. No, the it'll muzzle, come back at you. <laughs> oh, the muzzle velocity on these things is like a hundred feet per second. And I was yep. just like, okay, time to put some rules around this. And fortunately I got lucky because like my five-year-old who just gets this weapon, he's not strong enough to actually yep. cock it and load it. So I'm like, okay, I, I, this buys me a little bit of time here. And then, then of course I go outside and I see him try to do it the first time. He puts it on the ground, puts his yep. face right over <laughs> the muzzle and is pushing it down. I'm like, 
You're like, this oh. is horrible and someone's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you, if if uh, if he has it, if, if if he still has that problem, my son has figured out a way to do that with a old shoelace, uh, using it as a cocker, uh, much like a crossbow. Uh, so you just take that, you put it around the little hook that's on there, you pull it, you're good. <laughs> He has a lot of problems. Nick's, Nick's kid is either going to successfully refight the Battle of Hastings or be a Navy <laughs> SEAL. I, again, I, I don't... Uh, I don't... Uh, I'm not proud of things that I've done. Really trying hard to, to curb uh, the whole gun thing. Yeah, we... Uh, George did not get a bunch of um, of Nerf guns when he was... We, we successfully held out as long as we could. He has quite a collection now. Uh, he lost them all one time for about two months when I walked in the door one day and took one right between the eyes. <laughs> like, I literally, like, hands full from work, coming home, shoes are on, coats on. Uh, hey, guys. And he looks at me, fires right between the eyes. <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> he just made this face like, oh, shit. <laughs> And I said, go get me all of your Nerf guns now. They're going in a garbage bag for two months. But in his defense, you wear glasses. It was a safe shot. <laughs> yeah. He, he was lucky it was me and not uh, somebody else. Well, sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's trying to protect the house all at home alone. Yeah. 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 I can, I can be an advocate. He's got them all back and stuff now. He loves his Nerf guns. He's much more careful with them. I'm just saying. Okay, it's so actually that reference is going to give me another segue that uh, my my in-laws around Christmas time showed my kids Home Alone for the first or, No, actually, I think like my oldest son got the DVD for like out of the $5 bin in yep. his stocking or something. So they watched it the first time in hell. Right. Yep. So now, now as a little one, we'll walk around and he'll like he'll put the TV every now and again and like ask for home alone. And he did this in the bathtub today before the recording, I was giving him his bath and he looks right at me. He goes home alone. And he claps twice and slaps his face and goes, ah! <laughs> like of all That's the awesome. scenes that you learned from your brothers, this is what you latched onto. <laughs> this is the one. That is awesome. That is awesome. Oh, yeah. This is good stuff. <laughs> So before Nick interrupted me, I was just—I did watch Ready Player One finally. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, very good. I enjoyed. What did that. you think? That was good. good. Um, and did you read the book or no? I did. Yeah. I like the book better. Uh, I, I think my only problem with the movie over the book is they simply did not have the ability to bring all of the pop, the licensing for the pop culture references in. Right. Ernest Klein's book was so deep in the nerd stuff that it would not have, like that whole first section where it's all about them doing a Dungeons and Dragons quest, mm-hmm. that would have gone way over the head of most mainstream True. audiences. So, are are you not to uh, to break the fourth wall? But are you folding laundry? Yes. Okay. That's impressive multitasking. Man, I can hardly even uh, sit I, here well, and I'm talk. Sitting, I'm, I'm sitting here, and at, at, at some point, like. I, I don't know whether I've reached my my length of recording where I start getting the evil eye after the kids are in bed, but it's like the whole whether you want to call it passive aggressive. My wife just kind of snuck up here and then just dumped a massive armload of clean laundry on the couch and then walked away without saying anything. So I'm kind of like, 
all right, perhaps I should multitask yes, here while yes, I'm doing yes. this. Yes. Yes, perhaps and you should. I wouldn't pick up on that. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> nope, I wouldn't pick up on it either. Yep. Yeah, but it's easy. It's it's a load of towels, so those oh, are easy to fold. Oh, fine, yeah. I, was just, I wanted mm-hmm. to make sure you get mad credit to this guy here, not only doing something mm-hmm. he loves, but he's also doing chores at the same time. That's yeah. right. That's how I roll. I thought you now, if it was say, folding, if it was folding kids, if it was folding kids' clothes, I wouldn't touch it with a ten foot pole. I get it. I thought you were going to say that doing something he loves and also a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But, but no, Ready Player One. I thought was good. Um, I like the book better, but I mean, it's a movie. They they got to dumb it down a little bit. Yeah. For the normies. It was a. It was an enjoyable movie. The, uh, the Jurassic Park reference where that one point during the race where there's the big giant T-Rex just stomping yep. around. I'm like, okay, this is this is well done. Yeah, no, I thought they did a, I mean, it's a tough concept and they did uh, they did a nice job with it, I thought. So, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yet another uh, entry in the Ben Mendelsohn can never ever be anything but a bad guy typecasting. Yeah, and what did I just see him in, too? Well, he's in that. He's in Rogue One. No, I just watched something else that he was in, because, again, I've been watching. Was... Isn't he in Captain Marvel? Didn't um, I hear that he was in that? Or am Oh, I... yeah, he might have been. Yeah, he was. The, I thought he was. He was the Skrull. He was because he was using his normal accent. That's where I saw him. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Nice. Mm-hmm. So what else have you guys got going on? Oh. My daughter took a poop so big that it wouldn't flush down the toilet for five <laughs> hours the other day. <laughs> <laughs> it took her five hours to poop or it took you five hours to flush oh, it? Oh, no. No, no, no. Yeah, we had to let it sit. Because <laughs> it was as big as the hole in the bottom <laughs> of the toilet. Wow. <laughs> Seven you know they make was, these um they make these suction tools nick that it's essentially like like a piece of rubber suction material on a wooden stick no no it wasn't going down you don't you don't understand you don't understand when i say it was the size of the it was like the it wasn't like oh it's it's a big one it was like <laughs> it was like <laughs> That's like the circumference of my wrist. How did that come out of your Thank daughter? You. I don't Thank know. you for the visual there. That's yeah, great. Well, I have a picture. Would you, you like to see it? could have just said this. Nope. 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 I'm good. Thank you. He could have just said it was the size of a man's wrist. But <coughs> no, instead he hitched wrist. up his shirt. You need to, Oh, yeah. You got to have the visual to go if along with it. If there was ever it. like a need for a banana for scale, it was for that. Like, oh. <laughs> so you put a ruler in there too. Oh, it was impressive. Like, I don't understand. I don't get, like, how. That happened, yeah. How? That happened. By the way, I think, in, in hindsight, this is probably one where you can retroactively find a place for the uh, off-the-rails spoiler, <gasps> or off-the-rails uh, bumper in this episode. No, True. we're going to put it in right, right now. Oh, Lord! 
gentlemen, I'm sorry. This show has gone off the rails. There you yes. go. Because then, yes. the, then this start out as a, uh, like, not a spoiler-free Captain Marvel review, and now we're into yeah. poop, poop diameters. Yes. I could probably have calculated pi with it. <laughs> For pi day. <laughs> it wasn't just going to be a Captain Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, but... Hey, man, I'm trying to help you out. You want to use that bumper, so I'm trying to give you an excuse. And so now we've played the bumper. Hopefully everybody liked it. There you go. I also, I bought $40 worth of cookies from from the internet. From the internet? Fatweirdcookie.com. Fatweirdcookie.com. Are they a sponsor of the Crossing the Streams podcast? No, it'd be nice if they were. Uh, But... You'd think $40 worth of cookies would be a lot. It was really six cookies, including shipping. Oh, shit. They're That's big cookies, though. Kind of pricey. They're big cookies, though. I had one today. And... <laughs> I, had, I, I had one today. It was uh, Thin Mint crumbled into a cookie. Uh, Thin Mint crumbled into a chocolate cookie with a shot of Bailey's wow. in it. Oh, that was good. So you're eating, like, fancy cookies. Yeah, it, they're fancy cookies. So you're making fancy cookie money at that new credit union yours? Mm-hmm. Is that like cookie cannibalism? Like when you crumble up one <laughs> cookie and put it in the batter of another cookie? Yeah. That, that, <laughs> they've got one that's at the end. Uh, they, they've got one I'm saving for the end, which is, because uh, yes, I'm trying to eat them in stages. Uh, and it's the frosted animal crackers um, uh, crumbled into a cookie. And it's going to be good. Oh. And it's got a shot of Jameson in it. I'm noticing a theme. No, yeah. actually, those are, those are the only ones that got whiskey in it. They got alcohol in it. <laughs> Those are the only ones, too, with whiskey yeah, the only ones that got there's whiskey in it. There's three with rum yeah. and, f- and four with vodka. And there's a there's a vegan one I'm not too excited about. Ugh. But I hear it's good, so Why'd I'll try it. you get a it. vegan cookie? Uh, it came in the pack. A vegan cookie? That's an oxymoron. Actually, it came it's not, in the pack. But... So it was like, so. A, like a variety pack thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to special order them. Yeah, special order every the ugly cookies. Yeah, every Monday they uh, they create a new batch and then you order them and then they ship to you by next Monday. Did it? Does it come with a black and white cookie? No. Like from Seinfeld? No. No. Okay, just wondering. That was my Seinfeld. Got to go to a Jewish deli for one of those. Apparently, the Ukraine is weak. Thank you. Mm-hmm. See, and now I'm now I'm troubled, you bastard. You make me want to go find frosted animal crackers, which I don't even know where I would go to get those at the moment. Kroger, Meyer, yeah, or Walmart, depending on what you have. Yes, depending on what's in your have either. Public. The question is, can I? The question is, can I go to the Jewel down the street and find it? Uh, Probably. Oh yeah, they totally have it at Jewel. Yep. You don't want to go I now. Really it's, want that. It's ten o'clock at night. No, it's prime cookie time. Yeah, but yeah, get like get a get some like uh, vanilla ice cream and just like dump it in there and. Oh, oh, here's the, here's the problem something. though. You're getting looks for doing a podcast. You're going to get even weirder looks if you just if you say, "Hey, uh, yeah, I'm going to go get some animal crackers. I'll be right back." Hey, did I tell you guys about my idea for a smoothie shop called Smooth Criminals? Because I think it's a great idea. No. Mm. There's a lot of is it going to be one? Of, but is it going to be one of those things that you could use this as a community service opportunity? It could be like you mm-hmm. only hire ex-cons, like people who are out of 
out of jail looking to restart their lives. I also wanted to partner with the ice cream shop that's by my house, Cops and Robbers. And 5% of the proceeds go to victims of sexual abuse. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> well, there's that Michael Jackson thing on HBO. <laughs> Yeah. Got him some bad press recently. Yeah. Who's yeah, bad? He's bad. bad. <laughs> He's bad. <coughs> I hear the Cops and Robbers Donuts is actually pretty good, though. Cops and Robbers Donuts is delicious. Cops and Robbers Ice Cream and Flushing is also delicious. No, good to know. Yeah. yeah. Cops and Robbers, is, yeah. They make a, make a nice slush sickle. Have you guys heard... I, I What was that on my... Um... There was, I saved a video. Um, I'm not sure if you guys have heard of, hold on. Adele? Yes. Hello. Uh, no. Me um, wondering if you guys had heard of the, the, uh, the guy that sings the song No More Fucks to Give? No. Samuel L. No. Jackson? No, let me, <laughs> here. Let me just play this for you. I saw a picture of this guy. I tried, 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 and I tried even more. I cried, 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 and I can't recall what for. I pressed, I pushed, I yelled, and begged the hopes of some success. But the inevitable fact is that it never will impress. I've no more fucks to give. My fucks have run up dry. I tried to go fuck shopping, but there's no fucks left to buy. Can I, that's nice. Okay, so goes on. There's, there's, there's two things that bother me. One, they're allowing him to say fuck, but they're censoring fuck in the spelling. Yeah, well, that doesn't make any sense. It's the internet. Uh, two, he's a fucking hipster. <laughs> he's also British. Oh well, the strike three. Well, but, uh, see, that actually would give him some. It, it takes away that, some that, of the hipster because he's British. Yeah, it, it, it negates the hipster thing, I think. Nope, he's a hipster. We fought a war, so I don't have to talk to those people anymore. <laughs> we actually fought. We actually fought too, Nick. Yeah, fought, <laughs> yeah. So I don't have to talk to those people anymore. We, we, we fought them twice and then bailed them out two more times. Exactly. We shouldn't have. We should have just let it happen. <laughs> wow. Just saying. I like that. Ooh, hey. <laughs> Jeremy, I like that you were very quick. We fought him twice. Because they didn't learn their lesson the first time, and now we're having videos where the hipsters are dressing in tweed suits and playing their mandolin <laughs> to a crowd of what I can only imagine is poor, like, entitled 20-somethings in some weird college town where they pay for everything by, by their... Their their stupid their stupid urban garden. I traded four carrots for this knit hat. Urban gardens. I traded four carrots for this knit hat. I'm thinking about shaving my cat, knitting a sweater, so that I can buy a latte. Can I please can I please put in a request for a new a new segment on this podcast? 
It's Nick's rant <laughs> and millennials. Yeah, of which he growing identifies. Up, growing up, whatever. I don't care. Shaved it off awesome. and braided into bracelets for my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe in natural. I, I don't believe in in scientific birth control. I just hollow out a potato and shove that up there. Wow. Nature's <laughs> nature's diaphragm. Hollow out potato. <laughs> great. Great. The next time I sit down at a restaurant and serve with a baked potato, I'm not going to be able to eat it because of you, you asshole. Great. Great. <laughs> Ruined a perfectly good meal that I haven't even eaten yet. Jerk. <laughs> Where's that damn sounder at when you need it? (laughs) (laughs) Stupid things like, oh, I don't own, I don't, I don't own pets. You can't just own an animal. They're supposed to be free. We both poop in the litter box because it's better for the. (laughs) It's better for the economy and better for the. (laughs) <laughs> <Better for them. coughs> I, don't I don't know, man. You can just stop. You peaked with a potato. Nature's diaphragm. <laughs> it's also True. the title of this week's episode. <laughs> nature's diaphragm. A potato. Nature's diaphragm. Yeah. <clears throat> You're welcome. I have a real problem with the youth of today. The, the can opener. <coughs> go on. No, I've you, already cried all the tears I have to cry. that video, Bill? <laughs> <laughs> well, Nick, you know what? We're going to have what? a musical intermission when this episode's over. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Whew. <sighs> I can't go on a rant every episode if you'd like. That that could be a new segment. I'm happy to do it. <laughs> I think it should be because that was I, yeah. I'm 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 all for it. Oh yeah, I I can't Ooh. vote I can't vote more uh, more heavily for that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I'm better now. Okay. What are we talking about? <laughs> Uh, Growing your know. hair long and knitting it in. Nick loves hipsters. <laughs> Fucking hipsters. <laughs> Their weird Mumford and Sons music. <laughs> Look, I made this banana box into a drum. <laughs> I hollowed out this cucumber I grew and made it into a flute. It's really only good for about two minutes. (laughs) 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 So stupid. (laughs) Dumb. It's just just a dumb (laughs) works. 
It's a dumb way to live. I wish I had a picture of the look on Jeremy's face when you talked about the banana box drum. <coughs> <laughs> 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 okay. The same kind of they take a same kind of people they take a white piece of paper and frame it and this is art I made. <laughs> I call it the void. I stare at it. <laughs> Levels me out at the after a long day. <laughs> pickle farming, right? Yeah, a long day of pickle farming. <laughs> Stupid. 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 Oh. <sighs> <laughs> I, oh. I don't use it. I don't drive a car. I just ride my bike everywhere. It's not a bike. It's a unicycle. Because <laughs> I'm different. Why buy a car when you can ride share? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I just Uber everywhere. It's just better. Reducing my carbon footprint. They always say they're reducing their carbon footprint. They don't even know what it is. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> I hate these people. <sighs> okay, so I think that's the end of the episode. You don't want There's to nowhere to go from here. There's nowhere else to go. There's nowhere to go from, from here. Girlfriend's yeast infection. <laughs> Because oh. it's natural. <laughs> we should be done. Getting into dangerous territory. Yep. Oh. We're going to stop you right there, Nick. Yep. Hey, why can't kangaroos drink beer? <laughs> why? Because it's got too much hops. <laughs> why can't they drink coffee? Why? It makes them jumpy. <laughs> He's he's trying to uh, he's trying to save himself by going to the G-rated jokes now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Stupid. Okay. Stupid. Nick, tell your hipsters goodbye. Stupid hipsters burn in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else have a great day. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. What of the things that we've shared? What of all the, the sweet words that you spoke in private? Oh, uh, well... Well, that's just what we call Pillow Talk, baby. This has been the Pillow Talk Podcast, brought to you by Local Flavor Productions. You can find more information at PillowPodcast.com. The theme song to Pillow Talk is Carrie Says All Right by The Hard Lessons. You can find more information about them at thehardlessons.com. Bandcamp.com. Tell your friends about Pillow Talk. We will be glad to get more subscribers. And thank you again for listening to Pillow Talk.